Twelfth commandment, let's go. 245. The twelfth commandment. The twelfth commandment is to bring the first fruit of the tree, as it is written. And every tree which has fruit yielded seed. Everything that befits me is forbidden for you to eat. He permitted to them and gave them all his tithing and the first fruit of the tree. As it is written, I have given unto you, to you and not to the generations following you. This relates to the verse in which he ends the 11th commandment where it is written all the tith of the land of the seed of the land or of the fruit of the tree is the Lord's. He says that here it is written and every tree which has fruit yielded seed, yielding seed. As it is the first fruit there it is the first fruit here. And he says, everything that befits me is forbidden for you to eat. Meaning not specifically the tithing, but the first fruit as well. From the verse of the fruit of the tree, is the Lord's. The Lord's means everything that befits me, including the first fruit of the tree. Thus, this verse, and every tree which has fruit yielding seed engages in the first fruit too. This is why it was said that he permitted to them and gave them all of his tithing and the first fruit of the trees, since the writings relate only to the tithing and the first fruit. Do not be surprised by the words of the fruit of the tree is the Lord's being said about the 11th commandment and not this commandment. Indeed, the Zohar mixes them right at the beginning of the 11th commandment. For it says, there are two commandments here. The printer, however, divided them into two. It follows that he cut them in the middle and left the verse about the first fruit in the 11th commandment. And another precision, the text concerns the tithing and the first fruit because of the words I have given you, meaning not to the generations following you. That is, only you have I given to eat, and not to the generations after you. Hence, it cannot be said that the writing speaks merely of the yield of the land, which we too are permitted to eat. Rather, it speaks only of the yield of the land that we are forbidden to eat, which is necessarily the tithing and the first fruit. See a lot. Questions? Woman Turkey one. Ra, dostumun sorusudur. In a society where all the members 
keep this rule of giving as much as they can and taking only what they need, will there be a need for Maser there? There, we don't need to divide anything according to the tithing because each one receives according to what he needs and he gives as much as he needs. That's how I understood you. Maybe we should read it again, Niv. Twelfth commandment. The twelfth commandment. The twelfth commandment is to bring the fruit of the tree, as it is written, and every tree which has fruit, yielding seed. Everything that befits me is forbidden for you to eat. He permitted to them and gave them all of his tithing and the first fruit of the tree. As it is written, I have given unto you, to you, and not to the generations following you. This relates to the verse in which he ends the 11th commandment where it is written, all the teeth of the land, of the seed of the land, or of the fruit of the tree, is the Lord's. He says that here it writes, and every tree which has fruit yielding seed, as it is the first fruit there, it is the first, first fruit here. And he says, everything that befits me is forbidden for you to eat. Meaning, not specifically the tithing, but the first fruit as well. From the verse, of the fruit of the tree is the Lord's. The Lord's means everything that befits me, including the first fruit of the tree. Thus, this verse and every tree which has fruit yielding seed engages in the, the first fruit too. This is why it was said that he permitted to them and gave them all of his tithing and the first fruit of the trees. Since the writings relate only to the tithing and the first fruit, do not be surprised by the words of the fruit of the tree is the Lord's, being said about the 11th commandment and not this commandment. Indeed, the Zohar mixes them right at the beginning of the 11th commandment, for it says, there are two commandments here. The printer, however, divided them into two. It follows that he cut them in the middle and left the verse about the first fruit in the 11th commandment. And another precision. The text concerns the tithing and the first fruit, because of the words I have given you, meaning not to the generations following you. That is, only you have I given to it, and not to the generations after you. Hence, it cannot be said that the writing speaks merely of the yield of the land, which we too are permitted to eat. Rather, it speaks only of the yield of the land that we are forbidden to eat, which is necessarily the tithing and the first fruit. Not much is understood from that, but nevertheless, there's much more we need to learn and 
and to add it's a big part of the Torah and the Talmud where they explain what is exactly tithing what is the first fruit how to divide the the harvest and the tithing it's not a simple matter and don't think that it has to do with with agriculture uh, someone who works the, um, the land a farmer rather it belongs to each and every person where his entire life in this world is compared to work in the field and how he relates to everything around him as going out into the field and how he takes and gathers and sells how can he remain after all his actions and his calculations how can he remain clean and pure without stealing without any transgression or anything like that but rather he knows that that uh, he relates to these things truthfully it's not simple there are many things we have many questions here I see woman German Hello, everyone. Rav, my question is this. We can hear. Continue comfortably your your life, living your life, and, and study. And you understand better how to look at life, how to relate to life. And then we get deeper and deeper into the study. Rav, buongiorno. Buongiorno. Good morning, Rav. What does it mean that everything is uh, for me right, uh, is forbidden to eat? Why he forbid this? Repeat, please. In a certain point, it's written that everything is good for me. To you, is forbidden to eat. It speaks about the fruit. Why he uses this form to speak? Why he is forbidding? Here we can think that the, that dividing who owes tithing and who doesn't has to do with is it to my benefit or or not what I've what I've earned from my harvest. But it's not so. It has to do with all the work and all the harvest and every all the revenues that we receive. Turkey five. I would like to repeat the question. In the writings, he speaks about the fruit. And he says, everything is good for me, it's right for me. The first fruit, you cannot eat it. Why? is using this form of talking. Because if it's, uh, if it's worthy, if it's suitable for the Creator, the person has to make a restriction on it and refrain from using it. Okay. Do have more questions? Turkey 5. 
Yavuz sen sor. No, to- Selamlar Ram. Ee, i̇lk meyve ve kendin için sevdiğini dostun için iste prensibi arasında ilişki var mı? Is the concept of the first fruit and the concept of asking for your friend what you love, are these two concepts related to each other? We will check relative to whom are we are we checking the first fruit? It's a it's, this question is correct. Woman Moscow Aiken. Araf, скажите, пожалуйста, вот здесь написано, я дал вам, вам, а не поколениям. It says here, I have, I have given to you, to you, not to the generations that will follow you. What does that mean? Мы должны это выполнять в нашем поколении, то есть в наших взаимоотношениях. We need to realize it in our generation, meaning in the relationship between us and not pass to the next stage. One more question. There's a, a sentence which is like a riddle here. It says that there are two mitzvot, two commandments, but the printer divided them into two and he cut them in the middle. And left the verse about the first fruit in the 11th commandment. What does it mean that he cut them in the middle? There's a secret here. He didn't. That's the feeling here that he he left it there in the 11th commandment. There he divided the, the first fruit. I can't explain it. You have to uh, turn to the one who did it. Okay, regards to the printer. Thank you for the opportunity for asking and may you be healthy. Two things. One is, why is he speaking in the plural form when he says for you? When this commandment seems to be personal for, for a single person. I don't understand. My first question is, why does he speak in the plural form, talking about you, your mitzvah, when it seems to be a personal mitzvah for a single person? Yes, yes. So why does he say it in the plural form, I gave you? No, I guess it belongs to you. There are commandments that are written for you individually and those that are written for you collectively. Uh, Just, I don't know, just take it the way it is. Why you're getting into such scrutinies that the text doesn't even interpret? Okay, my second question is, since the mechanism of a question is a very important communication tool with other people in the tents and with the Creator, when we ask questions, so can I relate to a question as man? Raising man? No, no, it's not raising man. Thank you. Ultimately, one comes to a conclusion that everything comes from the Creator, that all the thoughts and everything you, you gain, in general, everything in this world. So why did the Creator 
make this uh, this circle that I have to bring, give him back uh, t- uh, tight. So we, so we would all connect again as one man in one heart, with one body, with one purse. And everything will be one. Uh, uh, we understand that only in this way we need to live. And in truth, egoistic desires will continue to rise in us and separate us and we'll feel more apart. And that's actually the correction. When we become separate, separate particles of the general desire and each one will be against the others although he will be made of all the parts just like everyone else but nevertheless we'll have to work on coming closer above ourselves the complete and absolute connection so how do I discover in myself as any egoistic desire as you say what do I need to distinguish here in order to connect with my friends and the creator only the eye first of all as if it doesn't exist then little by little to take it into account and build this nearing above it this I do with all my thoughts and all my actions about the self. I have to cut it off to sever it. Yes, yes. The Tithe is the tenth part of the desire. This tenth part of the desire. How is that related to my intention? What's the connection to the intention? Doesn't an intention have a tithe? The intention or the desire are actually almost the same. We don't distinguish between them much According to my intention, that's how I'm using my desire. Is it, does the Creator give me as a whole, fully, in the beginning, and then enables me, me to open the door to bestowal with a tithe, the masel. Of course, yes. Woman, Moscow six. Thank you, Rav. What desires in us belong to the? the what degree I'm in the living degree the animate degree what what degree I'm in does that depend on the lights we draw it's not mandatory but later we'll have to scrutinize and sort out these things what's the difference between the tithe and charity Tithing is something that you owe the Creator. That's how the system of connection is built between the souls. And charity 
is something you don't owe. Uh, it's a, a personal decision you make. Hence, you have to decide how much and to whom you can give charity. Woman, Latin, 15. Hola, querido Rap. Gracias. Es una pregunta de la decena. Si hay algún tiempo específico para poder dar el macer, como. Is there a specific time to pay the tithing like every month or every year? Or when one receives the money. And is there a difference? regarding the, the tithing between men and women. When I receive money, I immediately, I should immediately pay the tithing and or separate the, tithe, the tithing, the tenth part from it, and pass it to whomever I need to pass it to. Is there a difference between men and women? There's no difference between men and women in paying the tithing. Moscow free. Yes, yes. Una pregunta, Rab. Es que aquí preguntaban las amigas esto entre hombres y mujeres. The questions the friends had about men and women, I remember in the past you said, in the past you said that only, only thieves and whores don't pay the tithing. Why is that so? Because they are dealing with money that has, uh, they have no intention in order to bestow. That's it. Moscow free. Hello, Rav, friends. Here there was an emphasis on the first fruit. Now, about the, the typing, it was clear, but not clear about the first fruit. What is that? Mm. The first fruit is uh, that's how, how it's described because you can see what the Creator is giving you relative to those efforts that you're investing. Therefore, you need to bless the first the first fruit those who were born first there are, there are special blessings they have to make the sprouts the first fruits the, the elder children and so on and so forth so this means that this is something that you did for the first time yeah yeah we will learn it it will come speaking about the spiritual part of the work the spiritual part of the work you have to pay attention that you're starting a new spiritual degree. It's very important. Hello, 
Здравствуйте, учитель. Здоровья вам. Здравствуйте, мировой кли. Hello, teacher. May you have health. Hello, world kli. Could you give us an advice? Would it be better to keep the mitzvot externally or not? We're not talking about that. We're talking about keeping it inside the desire. How can we determine our desires, uh, test them, differentiate them, uh, sort them out? What kind of desires are they? Who are they aimed at? For what? And so on and so forth. And then decide what to do with them. That is the most important thing for us. I guess that's it. I don't see anything else. In the hall we have, and also Turkey 5. And here in the hall. No Turkey 5. Okay, Turkey 5. Hello, Rav. This is the question of my 10, and my 10 has a huge deficiency on this. How to arrange the Maser when a man is married without causing problems? Do you have any advices for dealing with corporeal spouses? One has to work on himself, on the connection with his wife, so she would agree. So she would even help you, help you out, to scrutinize the tithing and then pay it. It's not simple. It's on the condition that you are together as one vessel. If you are working and your wife is working, she can say, I don't want to... To pay anything from from my vessel, from from my of my tenth part, and then you can't do it forcefully. So you make your own calculation separately from hers. So she can make her own calculation. That's it. Kenif. Um, a question by the ten. The first fruits of the tree are for the Creator. What actions does that tree relate to in the ten? We didn't learn about it yet. I think it's not for today. Imagine that you connect together into one vessel. That you gather everything together. Let's say into one purse. Now, together you decide what to do with this uh, amount. That's, that's it. It's all common for all of you. Your common tithing. Uh, it's not that uh, 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 it's not that it's all common to you. Rather, the tenth part is common to you. It belongs to the ten, to those who work in the group in the ten. Woman, I have to. Yes, Rob, there is a question here from a friend. It says, I have given to you and not to the generations that come after you. The question is, when a generation sins, is that a greater sin that the, of the sins of the generations that follow? 
they are already in, in a sin relative to the previous generation, yeah. That's already different, something else. Slowly, gradually, we'll come to a state where we see this world through this entire network that the Torah brings us. We'll have a, a different view of ourselves, of people, connections between them, uh, on everything. Latin one. Latin one. About paying the tithing. About the fact that a person hurts his own advancement if he doesn't pay. What about a person hurting his ten if he doesn't pay? If he if he is not paying, then he harms the ten. He is not together with them in one network. He can't um, sort of finalize his actions together with them. Uh, they simply don't belong together. And that's it. You have to arrange these things. You have to take care of them. Kiev too. Thank you, dear Rav. In the ten, what is the tithing? A place? Is it like a vessel? The tithing, or the tenth part in the ten, is the spiritual vessel. Moscow 3. Moscow 3. Thank Thank you, teacher. The question is from action, from practical aspect. When a person gets a salary once or twice a month, it's clear that he pays once or twice. But if a person is an entrepreneur, so he gets money in different times, is it right to pay every day that tithing? It's inconvenient, but maybe, yes, maybe this is better. My question comes from the attempt to understand how much is this adapted to the spiritual rules? Is it harmonic with the Creator? For instance, in the end of the evening, to remain clean and to set aside the tenth part. I remember you said about Palasulam that, or maybe one of his students, that he was giving everything, left with nothing. That's something completely different. But a person needs to understand that, well, it's not so simple today. The world is such that the person needs to know to, to know how to carry himself, himself with the income and uh, expenses and the tithing. If I'm a businessman, and today I got received cash, so I can set aside today the tithing and to, to sleep uh, calm. Of course you can. You can with a quiet, with a peaceful heart, you, you can put it aside in, the, in your office, in your bedroom, put a, a, a chest or a safe and just put in your tithing there. Thank you. Thank you, Rav. Good morning. You were talking about the importance of 
education. The education systems in Israel are very complicated. It's hard to, to do it right. What's the importance of educating older people? And how can we help as Kabbalah? How can we intensify our education out in the world? This is not a question to me at all. You have to turn to who, Niv? To the heads of our dissemination. There is a manager, if we're talking about Hebrew, there's an Israeli system, there are other languages, but you can always turn to the board worldly. There, uh, all the questions will be rooted to the ones who are in charge. Good, so it's not to me at all. But what should we evoke in the people about education? They'll explain that to you too, because there are many subtleties to that. Maybe it's not worthwhile to awaken certain things that you think are important in order to not uh, create a repulsion um, in the people. There are all kinds of attitudes. The questions here in the hall. Good morning, Rav. It says in the verse, it is for you to eat. To you, it is Adam Rishon. How could Adam Rishon, Adam, eat? And the Zohar says it's not for the generations after you. Meaning Adam Rishon used to eat a tithing and the next generations wouldn't. What's the difference between Adam Rishon and the next generations? I don't know. I don't know. I didn't learn it. I didn't read it. I... I wasn't um, interested in that. I can't answer you. Oh, thank you very much, Rav. Rav, will it be correct to relate to the tithing as a part of the Creator and He gives me 10% more than what I need to actually receive? Meaning it was His part to begin with and I'm returning it to Him? I didn't get it. Practically, I'm being paid more. I'm, I'm supposed to receive less. And this 10% I receive is the Creator's part. It's not mine. Is that correct? Can I relate it this way? Yeah, but uh, it's not about receiving one part and another part. And, and you simply receive, you simply give the, the other part, the tithing to someone. But I can relate to it in advance. I'm going to get uh, my salary and 10% of it is not mine. Right, that's correct. One more question. What's the right way to relate to this payment? And I'm happy because maybe I don't need it and now there's money for dissemination or and now I'm cutting off a part of me. It's not yours from the beginning. It's written in the Torah, but it's not yours. Thank you, Rav. I'll ask in Russian. It says here, the food is the scrutiny of the sparks of Kdusha from the klipot, from the shells. And by eating, you scrutinize and you connect to the soul of man. The question is, how does that define the high spiritual root of a meal. If everyone thinks this way, then by that you raise the degree of the meal to the degree of the correction of those sparks. That's it. Muchas gracias, Rob. Our goal is to attain the first spiritual fruit. Can you repeat the question, please? How can we 
focus our intention. To concentrate our intention, we can do it if we have one vessel, one goal, one effort. We all feel that we belong together. And then in all those efforts, we'll connect more and more until we feel that we're making one single effort and we come to an action and in this action we'll discover the sparks of connection and love and that's how we sanctify ourselves woman latin 13 Gracias, Rab. Gracias, Rab. ¿Cómo manejar adecuadamente esta sensación de vergüenza? How can I relate to the feeling of shame in the right way? When we feel that a person invests all his strength, everything you give to us, in order to pass on this wisdom to us, I feel true, truly small compared to your, all your investment. Is is much more than that tithing. So what's the question? She's asking how to cope with the feeling of shame when everything we get from you, when you invest so much of yourself, we feel you're giving so much. It's it's uh, much more than paying the tenth part. I don't know how to answer you. Each one tries as best they can to give to the group and through the group to the Creator. That's how he sees his contribution to the general system of the souls. I truly hope that we come to a state where all of our contribution from everyone, from all the desires, all the souls, it will reach such dimensions that the Creator would want to be clothed in it, in that contribution, in this reflected light. And then we'll come to be as the correct vessel for Him, as one man in one heart. Woman Pity Center. Shalom Rav, Shalom Chavirim, Hello, Rav. Hello, friends. Thank you. I think you just answered, but I simply couldn't understand why we only give 10% to the Creator and not more. It doesn't need any more. His entire system is built on the fact that Malchut is the 10th part. Doesn't demand anything for himself. In order to perform a true act of bestowal, we need to give away only a tenth of what we receive. And that, that we can receive the remaining 90%. Rather, the remaining 90% we can receive in order to bestow. That's something else. So that for ourselves, we have nothing. Clear. Woman Moscow Six. Good morning, Rav. 
how with new friends that just entered the group maybe a year or so how can they make the right calculation in order to start doing this action should it be a process am I supposed to understand what am I doing this for and then we can go through a process together make such a beautiful box chest what do you call it yeah just collection box a safe of sorts and collect everything there every month as well, according to the calculations that you made that you need to put aside and use this money toward the ten for the benefit of the group whatever you, however you decide it's all yours this is something that people would always um, put aside for the temple a new temple it's a group that's it Thank you, Rav. For us in our ten, there is no question. We pay the, the tithing, and each one is doing it before the Creator. But for the ones who just started the path lately, how to help him or her decide the calculation they have to make? I don't know. Okay, that's one thing that, that I decided I'm going to start doing. That's for me. Something that you do in the beginning out of this great eruption of excitement, the great desire, but later the attitude towards, towards it cools off and then it enters this balanced form. At first there's a very, very big tithing, then it drops almost to zero, and then it balances itself out. There are such fluctuations. You'll see all of it. Consult with the friends. I understand very little about it. Rav, a question about the tithing. There are many mitzvot that in our time about the firstborn son you can do it or not. Can we say that the tithing is the only mitzvah that was always there throughout the years and it always remains this way? Yes, yes. Uh, I don't know if it's the only commandment, but it's one of those commandments that doesn't change, does not change. What I meant was as your students to create a basis that will be related uh, a, a corporeal basis for spirituality. Hello. Why is it that when a friend cuts from his own time and efforts that he was able to put into the world. Why is that, that not considered tithing? Uh, you can calculate it. And we're talking about how it needs to be expressed in money. Good. Moscow free. 
Ага, спасибо, учитель. Кроме массера, у нас есть допустим, заплатить в help можно так спросить, Раф? А там нет ограничений 10%? The question is when I donate there, should I put 10% or something like that? Ограничений в принципе нет, но и не надо слишком уходить. In principle, there are no restrictions, but you shouldn't overdo it. You shouldn't over-contribute, you know, normally. Okay, friends. Okay, we won't be able to scrutinize all of it. To arrange it. I know from experience. There will be endless questions here. So, by that we'll conclude or talk about the tithing, the 12th commandment, and continue another time. And now let's hear what's new about the Congress. And I'll see you at noon. All the best. Thank you very much, Rav. A moment before our schedule and the Congress will say that there were many questions about the tithing today. You can have a broad explanation with questions and answers and many sources in our website, Kabbalah Info, in our general website. It's in t- more than 10 languages. Kabbalah Info. There is a button there called Maser, and you can press it and read a lot about it. You can also turn to your managers in the different languages. Uh, we remind you that the registration to the World Kabbalah Convention February 24th and 25th is taking place so go into our website and register convention.cle.one and our schedule for today 5.30 until 6.10 right now we have the Kumus meal at 10.30 we have the world with Rav Lightman and at 12 we have our noon lesson at 2.30 we're going to have a Friday meal. Our schedule for tomorrow at 2.40, preparation for the lesson, 3 until 5.30, morning lesson, at 11.45, the preparation for the noon lesson, and until 1 o'clock, there's the lesson. At this we conclude. Thank you. Have a good day. Song. These racing thoughts of me Somewhere above these pounding waves of the sea A thrill like that pulls us through the dark A broken heart that is waiting to be My life is calling place we belong Lose myself in you You were there all along You like the way
fog is falling and it's blinding burning. I'd read a light that pulls us through the dark. That is waiting to be like the way Yeah. Mm-hmm.